Hello, welcome to the Passenger Podcast. So I wanted to talk about the changes that have been happening as far as friendships are concerned in my life. And it's a very interesting place to be, for better or worse. It's a different place to be. So I'm going to discuss different people in my life and how the friendship has changed and whether or not it's been for the best or for the worst. So the first person I want to talk about, um, I've known them for quite a long time and saw them go through a divorce process and saw them, you know, rekindle into a new relationship and so on and so forth but there was a lot of codependency there and there was a lot of mistakes that I made in allowing people to treat me a certain way I use that word allow because it's a two-way street now the reason this friendship continues and it's not the kind of friendship that I want to do away with is because now with boundaries set, this friendship has flourished and it has improved. And there was a point where I felt like if I put boundaries in place, if I said no, or if I said, you know, I can't do this or can't do that, that would somehow, uh, change how they treated me, etc. And I was afraid of that. And to my surprise, it did not change anything. In fact, it has improved our friendship beyond measure. And I even felt comfortable enough sharing with them as far as going into the hospital and that whole ordeal, which is not typically something I would do with that person. Um, I often feel like I'm, for lack of a better phrase, you know, always at their beck and call, you know, when they are, have an issue or what have you. And so now I can sense more communication, more um, compromise. I can sense more of a real friendship and not just uh, responding to fires in that person's life. And I'm very, very proud of how this friendship has changed. And it wasn't an overnight thing. It was a matter of setting boundaries and being firm and remaining that way, regardless of their response. And what it's, what it's taught me also is how to repurpose the relationships in my life. And distinguishing between what needs to just be thrown away and what can be repurposed, just like any kind of product, um, you know, like a spray bottle or a paper towel, whatever. There are times where it's okay, I got to throw that away. It's been used and abused. It's no longer good. And there's other times where, like um, a friend of mine with holiday gifts, they reuse boxes and, and gifts, gift bags. 
because I mean you just put something in it and take it out and there's nothing wrong with the box so you might as well reuse it it's kind of the same way and understanding what is too bruised and battered to reuse versus what is still intact is I am I'm very pleased with decisions I've made with that and this person was someone definitely was just in need of repurposing and I really value their friendship to say the least speaking of um in the example of another friend they are dealing with a little bit of a difficult time if you if you want to say so um their father was recently diagnosed with with a seemingly terminal illness so don't really know all of the details and this goes back to boundaries yet again um they don't really share a lot they're not um overly uh they don't they don't share a lot and i often have to pick and probe and get information out of them and in this case, I've kind of taken a back seat and accepting that if they truly need to talk, if they are, you know, available to do so, that they will reach out. And I know that might make them worry or seem as if I don't care when they're going through such a hard time, but that is a boundary that I am set that I have set with that person that they have to meet me halfway and I have to remain firm on that. And outside of the occasional, sorry about that noise, outside of the occasional check-in, I have to trust that if they say they're fine, that they're fine. And when they're not fine, that they will reach out and I will be the best friend that I can be. Um, this is someone who absolutely is being repurposed in my life. Um, they were one of the first people I shared any kind of um, sense that something was wrong mentally and um they've they've had to endure a lot of the dark moments at one point they were the only person i shared those dark moments with and um we have this kind of we have this weird bond because I quote unquote deal with this mental challenge while they deal with a significant physical challenge and it's in no way a competition or no way in comparison, but there are certain ways that we relate in that way. Nonetheless, I say this to say this is someone who I am repurposing in my life 
and learning to trust them more, knowing that they will come to me when they are able to do so and not doubt, not, not cast doubt because Lord knows when I needed someone to be there, they were there. And I can't even explain what made me feel like they were the person that I could even open up to about that stuff. Other than the fact that I feel like they, not that they were honest, but that they were, I knew, I, I knew where they stood, if that makes any sense. And we don't always agree, that's for sure. So that's someone I have repurposed, without a doubt, without a doubt. Someone else that I can think of, um, this would be an example of a throwaway. Known him for a long time long time and uh, given the fact that they had moved away out of state at, at that it's given me even more ammunition to distance myself not respond needless to say I learned from the best I used to be the person that gave closing remarks and provided closure and explained and then over explained but um no in this case I didn't I had to really really re-examine that person made me really re-examine what it means to be a friend to even use that word is it, it's it's impossible to use when when speaking of that person when i use when i base it on my new definition the old one the old definition was very codependent, was very, well, if they need me for stuff, that means they're a, a friend. And I'm a friend because I meet their needs. What I now know is that that's not my job. It never has been. And not just for them, but for, but for anybody. And I have to utilize that choice and you utilize it wisely because there's only but so much time and so much energy. And so by me not responding to that person, it's me saying that they are not worth my time and energy anymore. They showed me who they were. And yet I continued to go back and back and do it over and over and over again. Continue to go back 
continue to go back and put myself, because I take ownership for that, continuously putting myself in predicaments where I then would need them. So it's a constant cycle of of sheer codependency is the only way I can say it. Sheer codependency. And so as far as I can say, I have no intention of ever communicating with them ever again. Only because I seen I seen that they represented a time in my life where my definition of friendship was very, very distorted. And it's time to move on from the remnants of that kind of thinking. I think of uh, another friend. Someone who uh, was, well, the other person was the first person I had shared about any mental challenges I had. This person was in a close second, a very close second. And um, as they go through a lot of changes in their life, in their marriage, etc., they are someone who I'm in the process of repurposing. They're not someone that I want to cut off or say, hey, you know, I'm never speaking to this person again. They're simply someone that I'm reciprocating how they treat me, which is in this case, like an option, um, regardless of what they're going through. I don't want to guilt myself into more trauma. Drama with the D and trauma with the T. I don't want to guilt myself feeling like because they were there for me, um, that that somehow condones how they treat me. I have to really make that balance. Things have changed. Things change in our lives and they have not been present. They haven't been there for me recently and so I kind of have to take a a back seat to that friendship and once again reassess their place in my life and at this point in time it will just be relegated to you know a happy birthday text or you know an occasional How's it going? I'm no longer vested in that particular friendship. I understand now how deeply rooted their marriage issues are and how it impacts how they treat their friends. And that's not something that's going to change. So I have to. So I have to. In regards to another friend, 
It's a relatively new friend. Um, and we met while in the hospital just a few weeks ago. It would be maybe two, two months ago at this point. But during that time, at our most vulnerable point, we were able to meet. And I think that made all the difference. While in other circumstances, we're always putting our best foot forward and trying to make some sort of impression. There was none of that because we were both in the hospital fighting for our lives, essentially. And so that may have helped expedite this friendship a little bit faster than some others. Um because there was transparency and honesty from the beginning, sometimes brutally honest, but that transparency was there from the beginning instead of the smoke and mirrors that drag out other friendships in my life, quote-unquote, the things that keep people in the acquaintance category, I should say. But with that being said, they are also someone who I hope to repurpose in my life. Um, they're helping me redefine what friendship is because I have such a distorted view of what it is and that it comes with, you know, uh, it, it, it is a, like it's some kind of battle to be won. And it's not. And so this friendship is very helpful because it's helping me redefine and change those uh, automatic thoughts that I have about how I should be treated, how I should treat other people, how I view the world, so on and so forth. And the repurposing, the reason I say it's repurposing is even though I've not known that person for very long, especially not in comparison to the others. The reason it's a repurposing is, as I mentioned, we, we met in a hospital setting at the most vulnerable points or at a very vulnerable point. It's up to me to really separate that from being outside of the hospital. And what I mean by that is, it's easy to feel like that's all they are. They are their illness. They are their pain. They are their trauma. When in fact, that's one small piece. One small piece. Just like with me, that's not all that I am. I'm not only my past. I'm not only my trauma. I'm not only the illness that I happen to have. And so... The repurposing for them is more of separating the therapy, the hospitalization, separating that part from the person and the human being that exists. Because I, and for no other reason than I would want the same. I don't want them to forever uh, keep me in the moment that I was at in the hospital. 
I don't want that to be my defining moment. And so I don't want to do the same for them. And so repurposing is just allowing me to meet them the same way I met other friends. And not in, I didn't meet them in this quote unquote vulnerable uh, time or sadness and darkness, et cetera, et cetera. To kind of reintroduce them, reintroduce one another outside of the pain and the trauma. So the last friend uh, that I will mention uh, is someone that I have known, also known for several years. And um, it's a tough one because I want to express so much anger towards them. But there have also been times where they have been there when no one else was. And so there was a time where I wanted to repurpose them, thinking that boundaries would help, thinking that changing topics, you know, maybe talking about different things or... um just being very, just being more vulnerable might help. And none of it helped. None of it helped. And so they are now somebody that I don't care to repurpose. Even to my detriment, I say all this still with a sense of fear I always say to myself, you know, don't want to burn bridges, don't want to do that, etc. So I say it with a little bit of a sense of fear, especially with that person, feeling like they can't be replaced, feeling bad, um, this, this guilt almost that I'm letting them go, that I'm doing it, not vice versa. And um, it's going to be one of the most challenging ones. But I think as I continue to repurpose the people that I have decided to repurpose in my life, as I continue to repurpose them, I think this person who I want to throw away, that will become easier to do easier to let go for so long I felt like if I let them go that left me with nothing and being friends with them was better than nothing I now have a totally different opinion on that nothing is actually better way better than they were And so keeping that in mind, keeping that thought in mind, I now know that I'm better off without them. For so long, I felt if 
felt like, what would I do without them? I now know what I would do. I would find better friends that are supportive and encouraging and want the best don't want to see you hurt it sounds so basic and it's sad that I even thought that that was what friendship meant was some kind of competition or that you had to be at war with one another for it to really matter I now know different and it's time to clean house essentially time to do some organizing so that's all I will say for now as always thank you for listening